welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read Hunter Hunter, Volume 3. Mm-hmm. I remembered. It took a second. I read it less than an hour ago. <laughs> no, that's not true anymore. I read it less than an hour and a half ago. <laughs> but before then, we have Shonen Jump. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? You're giving Shonen Jump a look. I'm giving Shonen Jump a look. Definitely missing One Piece. I thought it was a lot better than the last few weeks. It's one of those definite have and have not sort of weeks. There's yeah. like a sharp divide in the middle of my yeah. list. But I enjoyed I enjoyed a bunch of it. A bunch of stuff this week, which has not been true the last couple of weeks. Where it's That's like fair. One Piece save us. Mm-hmm. We'll start out with Sakamoto Days, Days 148, Fun Activities, which has a name. I I, I get what they're going for, but that's a real, my chapter is due in one minute and I didn't put a title on it. But what did you think of the chapter, Kevin? I really liked Sakamoto Days this week. I liked Sakamoto showing up, saving her, and then like trying to help her with like, I don't know, maybe you should like be a fan of yourself and like believe in yourself and not try and like be a fangirl for an assassin. And he's like, oh my, she's like, oh my God, I stand you again. He's like, oh God, I'm just not getting through to this girl. <laughs> I also like Ninin Man, the ninja assassin, yes. who is like the the most like five o'clock on Friday villain, but all, in a great way. Yes. In contrast to the title. Yes. I love, so he shows up in the ninja exhibit and he's got the Kusarigama. And uh, so Sakamoto gets like an earbud and wire like for and the- Walkman. Well, no, I, well, it's probably for the uh, guided tour things and like breaks his Gusarigama and then he like folds a paper shuriken and cuts the guy's sword in half. He's like, but what? what? I, I'm a ninja. So I was like, I don't care. Yeah, pretty good. Next, though, we have Shadow Elementary's chapter three, Cocoon of Prayers. And there's some stuff I like about this chapter. I was going through it being like, oh, you know, maybe what this series needs is like a short arc and maybe that will get me on board with it. Mm. But then at the end of this chapter, I'm like, man, this chapter was really unsatisfying. Yeah. And that's despite being exactly what I asked for. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of this series. Also, like what happens when he catches the girl committing suicide out the window? Because I stared at that panel for I, so no long trying to follow the action. And it's on a super awkward page turn, too. Yeah, I, I have no clue. The best guess I can give is that he has the ability to summon a stand, and the stand is what caught her. I think he might have used vacuum power somehow. But again, the action is so unclear. Yeah. He, he unmasked her, and that made her go inside. Yes. She was just being a, wearing a mask of falling outside a window. <laughs> Yeah, not uh I like some of the ideas building in here, but eh. I did not enjoy the chapter. Fair. Next we have Akanabanashi Story ninety one errands to run. What did you think of Akanabanashi, Kevin? I liked Akanabanashi again. I like them meeting up with the the masters was nice, you know, and also the bit between her two rivals having like lunch together or whatever, and her being like, you know, shit, she's getting even stronger. I'm gonna need something more than the eight blind men technique. <laughs> I do like their two rivals just hang out. And yes. he's like, do you want to hang out with me? And Akane's like, no. I, I need to be her rival. <laughs> we cannot hang out if we are rivals. <laughs> but I did want to dress as an animal, kind of. That seemed like it might be fun. <laughs> Anything else on Akanabanashi? Nope. Next, we have Blue Box number 130. I'm borrowing one, which I liked, but it feels very connective and beatish. It does, but I, I just, I really liked the bit where she goes to the gym, steals one of the badminton shuttlecocks, 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 
I was like, I was trying to remember. Uh, I was so excited to get to write the word shuttle shuttlecock in my notes. Kevin, <laughs> that's why I know it. Well, that's not why I know. I already knew. But I, I knew as well. I just it wasn't on the top of my mind. But I love that she goes and seals it, and she's like, "I'm borrowing this," and you know, is like brought it with her to the basketball game. And then the bit with Taiki going like, you know, ah oh, shit, I'm gonna have to fight. Is it Haru Senpai? Like, it is Haru Senpai. Okay. He's like, I'm gonna have to like because of the way the bracket works out, I'm not gonna face. Yusa, I'm going to have to defeat Haru Senpai, so one of us is not going to Nationals, which is, you know, like, oh, damn, that's that's some big stakes. And so he's, like, training, and then his friend walks up and is like, you know, physical training is important, but, like, you should probably, you know, doesn't, doesn't <laughs> yeah, your, girlfriend your girlfriend have, <laughs> yeah, I was like, doesn't your girlfriend have, like, a super important basketball game? Yeah, but, like, I should be doing my physical training. Like, I don't know, you should probably do the mental stuff. And, Hanging like, out with your girlfriend is also training. Yes. <laughs> He's like, really? No, but go do it. <laughs> and so it go goes and does it. So I'm excited. Next, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 207. The second mission, Yozakura Frontlines. Speaking of training, mm-hmm. they've got to train these two four-year-olds to go Super Saiyan. Yep. Because that's how Shannon manga works. Yes. I did really like the Tayo and Mitsumi stuff. I hope yes. we get more of that. I, I did as well. I definitely love it. So we'd be like, and then we need to go to Paris. And then we, and he's like, honey, uh, you sure? She's like, we didn't get a honeymoon, damn it. We're getting one now. We could do spy stuff on the way, sort of. <laughs> I can do spy stuff from anywhere. We're going to fucking you Paris. See, you see how I'm dressed? I can do spy stuff from anywhere. <laughs> I also, I do love the bit where they're like, we're not scared of you, Tayo. And he goes super saiyan. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, one fear. <laughs> And then the building explodes. It's uh-huh. just so good. Anything else? Nope. Next, we have Martial Master Asami, round 26, Jeet Kune Do. I really like this chapter. What yeah. did you think of it, Kevin? I, I liked it as well. I like Jeet Kune Do. I've never trained in it, but I like Bruce Lee. And I like that the, this girl who was like super big into fencing got into Bruce Lee action movies and was like, I want to do that. And now they both want, both she and the main character girl want to beat the same person. So they yep. got to beat each other. Yes. It's very good. I like it. I like the start of the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed this chapter. Last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai chapter 138, Commander Credentials 1338, which is also pretty good because yeah. Archer Guy is here. and Archer Guy is here. Tayo's, and Tayo, whatever the young lord's name is is uh, stealing his archery practice, and he's like, oh, man, thank God you're here. I can't copy the the fancy general because he's just like a fucking weirdo with the bow, but you're just like really good with it, so I can figure out how you do your archery. He just kind of goes, oh, I don't know, you just kind of whoosh, bam, and the arrow hits people. Yeah, <laughs> but he like, uses his leg and his horse and stuff, and I can copy that. Yeah, I, I really liked how it was essentially saying that Eyeball's guy, even though he's got like good eyes as uh, just a very technical archer. And the other guys just like, I don't know. I just kind of go with it. It's that, you know, geniuses tend to make horrible teachers. Cause it's, how do you do this thing? You just do it. Yeah, I don't understand. You just like, you do it. You just, uh, that is how my parents taught me to do everything. Kevin, <laughs> this is why I didn't learn how to sweep until I was 20. Because they were just like, you just do it. I'm like, but, but, but how? Yes. Anything else you want to say on elusive samurai? I do like the bit with his one super strong retainer that beats the guy on the battlefield. I was like, hey, come be come be a dancer for the emperor. She's like, no thanks, I'm a warrior now, and like bashes somebody's skull in. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that will do for Shannon Jump, and that takes us into Jump Card.
Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. 18 chapters this week, I hope. I didn't check this week. I have 18. All right. What do you have at number 18? Cypher Academy. Okay. You put it that low. I, I, I have Cypher Academy like in the middle, and that's how I know there are lots of has and have nots. Is it mm-hmm. like the top of the have nots for me? I don't know. It just, something about it just like felt very weird, and I was like, eh, yeah. That's how I feel about Kill Blue, which is what I have at 18. Okay. I really didn't like this chapter of Kill Blue. It seemed real out of nowhere. The rules seemed both too specific and too vague. Yeah. And it didn't really accomplish anything, I felt. No, that's fair. In terms of character or plot relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you have at 17? That's where I have Mama Yu Yu. Again, I just, I, I don't care about this anymore. And like, I it feels like he's still messing with the rules of his, how his powers work. Like he hasn't like nailed them down. I feel like the author has, but they've done a bad job of explaining it. That's is possible. the feeling I get more from it, but I understand your criticism. Because, you know, it's like, oh, because there's a bunch of water, it costs her next to nothing. And I was like, but, That's, like... Because she has, like, freezy power. I mean, so. that like, that makes sense, but I thought it was, like, every activation cost you a mark. No, but they there was also some vague stuff about it not yeah yeah that that's what I mean it just it fe- so maybe he maybe he has a uh, it is frustratingly vague I yes. will certainly grant you that uh, I have green green greens at seventeen fair because man I I get the stakes but I don't care at all and I don't understand why he thought that driver would be bad I mean I assumed it was a bad driver it's just the other guy is just really good maybe I feel like I needed to like have a reaction or something I don't know yeah no that's fair what do you have at sixteen. 16 is where I put Shadow Eliminator. Same. Eh, eh. Yes. What do you have at 15? 15 is where I put me and Robico. I thought it was okay, but no. I thought it was completely offenseless, and I was baffled by how far, how high up that gotcha. ended up putting it. Like, it was not, I never laughed during it, but I also never, like, rolled my eyes. Okay. And I, I smirked a little bit when Robico was like, then Robico remembered she was the character Robico and was terrible. <laughs> I have Mama Yu at 15. Okay. I, I at least think this is a fight setup that could be interesting because the one part I genuinely really liked of all of Mama Yu Yu was the fight with the levitation powers the first time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well drawn, and I feel like this is an opportunity for more of that if we're lucky. Gotcha. So that's why it went so high, by which I mean not in the bottom three. Yep. What do you have at 14? That's where I have um, Kill Blue. I don't know. I guess I I kind of liked the the bit where he didn't want to get smacked in the butt because it reminded him of his hemorrhoids. So he's like, literally, you can hit me in the face or anywhere else. I don't care. Just not the butt. Mm, that worked for me. I sure. got I got new A's at fourteen. Okay, it's it's soft core porn, and yep. this is where soft core porn has landed this week. Yep, it's my number thirteen. It, it's that's what it is. You guys should tie up your swimsuits. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I had a dream I dated you both of you. Okay, that sounds cool. <laughs> Man, what a weird circumstance to be in. I have Kagurabachi at 13. Okay. I like the end of it in theory with all the goldfish, but like, I guess they're not goldfish, but all the, yeah, fish, the fish. But I have no idea what's going to happen. And this seems like it's the sort of cliffhanger that should be like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Yes. And I'm like, man, I really wish I had like a feeling of what was going to happen. Like, I have a lot of criticism about how Luffy's power is just punching dudes, and that's not as good as a Kamehameha or a Sengan, yep. but when Luffy's about to punch a dude, I 100% know Yeah, Luffy's about to punch a guy. Yes. Yeah. A dude about to get punched, and that dude deserves it. Yes. Uh, what do you have at 12? That's where I have green, green, greens. I guess I just found it a little funny that the guy was like, uh, so what are my handicaps? And then uh, he's like, hi, I get to pick the driver. And then just immediately like, no, you have to, you have to wear this glove. Yeah, yeah, didn't do anything. It's for not me. great. I I agree. 
12 drive me and Roy Buckel, also okay. not great. But again, I was not offended. It made me want soup. And for that, I will never forgive it. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'll go get ramen after we record. Fair. Maybe that is it. Maybe me and Roy Buckel's punishment is I get ramen. <laughs> what do you have at 11? That's where I have Kagurabachi. I think I know what's going to happen. I think he's going to, because the he like mentioned that the, the black one is the long range attacks. So I'm assuming it's just like the entire building is going to fill with like essentially invisible sword slashes. Maybe, but then like I would want the sword slashes to be the cliffhanger and not the fish. Yeah, that's fair. What we have here is potential energy as a cliffhanger, Kevin. Yeah. And I don't understand physics in this world. <laughs> that is fair. I have Cypher Academy at 11. Okay. I, I thought it was pretty good for Cypher Academy. It has lots of the things I don't love about Cypher Academy, but that would put it above a whole bunch of stuff. What do you have at 10? A uh, 10 is where I have Witch Watch. I thought it was fine, but like I didn't really enjoy the premise that much. So the butler moy like kind of gets me. Fair. And that's the only good one, and I think the resolution is pretty decent. Yeah, it didn't go super high for me. I have two mm-hmm. on ice at ten. Okay, which I thought was pretty decent. Yeah, uh, it's my number nine. That's I where agree. I put Witch Watch. So gotcha. We just kind of flipped on them. Yep. Uh, what do you have at number eight? Eight is where I put Undead and Unluck. I really liked Undead Unluck this week, and I couldn't tell you why offhand. I think it just had like a energy to it that was like oh i'm ready to start a new arc and i'm ready like i kind of like what we're going and this flashback sure is random but definitely going to be important in a minute so yeah i i sort of had that idea so that's why it's up here but it wasn't my favorite it's where i have jujutsu kaisen okay because i had to look at the wiki to remember that what's his name has a sword and that's what like and that's what the reveal hinges on oh i got you i remember i like that all worked for me because I remembered that. I remembered like, that, that from the planning stage. That well for me. Oh, well, did they go over it in planning? Yeah, they then go over it. Th- better for that. I just yeah, they go over it in the planning stage where he's like, well, if we can get a death penalty, I'll get the guaranteed one-hit kill sword. Yeah, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. But I don't remember Secunda having a sword and therefore- Oh, he- I, rem- I, I they forgot, but I remembered him having, it's not a sword, it's a weird cursed item. And so it was like, uh, oh yeah, because he was holding the cursed item, it went after that and not his powers, and which ha- I thought was, was interesting. Was that established? I feel like if that was established before, I would have liked it more. I still liked it. It still went in the top No, that's half. totally it's fair. It's just like the bottom of the top half for me. It, it wasn't established. It was like kind of that gotcha moment of like, I knew he had that power. And then, so the reveal of going like, oh shit, it locked that down and not Sukuna's power. I was like, oh, that's bad. I The reason I thought Shonen Jump was pretty good and very half and half not this week is the number of things that went below me in Robico and the number of things that went above Jujutsu Kaisen. Gotcha. So, what do you have at seven? Seven is where I put Mission Yozakura. I thought it was cute. Seven's where I have a Kanabanashi, okay. which I also thought was cute, but not much happened in. Mm-hmm. What do you have at six? That's where I put a Kanabanashi. All right. That's where I put Elusive Samurai. I do really like him copying the archer and the archer's like response to that but that's yeah. all stuff we've seen before that is in the manga what do you have at five five is where i put jujutsu kaisen like i said i thought that reveal was kind of cool it was like oh shit we fucked up <laughs> uh, i've undead and luck at five gotcha what do you have at four that's where i put the elusive samurai i thought it was really good you know i i, I liked a lot of the bits in there four is where i have sakimoto days okay which I, i'm a little surprised you put above me because i really enjoyed that but mm-hmm. i i just really enjoyed sakimoto days I don't what do you know have what at was. three three is where i put martial master asami Again, I, I really liked the, the stuff with the Jeet Kune Do and the, the fancy prim girl with the butler who learned fencing and then learned MMA. And, you know, now she's she's like, I, I want to be Bruce Lee. I was like, all right, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good goal. Like that. That's I can't fault you for that one. I want to be Bruce Lee. I, I, that's pretty good. Yeah, checks out. Uh, as far as humans, you could be a go. Yep. I have Mission Yuzakura at three. Okay. 
I think I really like the Taya Mitsumi stuff. So. Gotcha. What do you have at two? Two is where I put Sakamoto days. I just, I really liked it. I really liked the Sakamoto trying to get through to her of like, just believe in yourself. Become a fan of yourself. She's like, I stand you now again. Fuck X. And him just being, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh Two is where I have blue box. Okay. I, just because, it, like I said, it felt very beatish, even though I liked Fair. it a lot. I, I have Blue Box at number one because I really liked the bit where she goes in and steals the shuttlecock and then has it under her jacket or something, maybe, at the basketball game. I thought it was like under her back, but yeah. Maybe. At, I, at the game. It doesn't really matter. At, at the game, it was like tucked under something, so it's not like you know sitting on her chair. I have Marshall Master Asami at one. Okay. I really like this character's backstory, and I really like the start of the fight. I hope it's a multi-chapter fight, and we get to see yeah. a bunch of the two of them. That'd be cool. All right, that will do it for Shining Jump. That'll mm-hmm. do it for Shining Jump this week. We read Hunter Hunter Volume 3, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. <laughs> We read volume three of Hunter Hunter. Remember yep. when Hunter Hunter came out weekly, Kevin? I don't. I wasn't reading Shannon Jump. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think this volume's fine. Yeah. It has like strong Yu Yu Hakusho vibes in a way I think is detrimental to it from a critical lens. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like he's just like falling back into his ruts in a lot of ways, which is not what most of Hunter Hunter is. In a lot of ways, Hunter Hunter is him expanding out from some of the niche stuff in a Yu Yu Hakusho and making yep. it a lot more interesting. But this gave me like real like. The, I, I my notes call the prison fight the the lame dark tournament. Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, he starts branching out even during this uh, hunt thing. I, I even think earlier volumes were more interesting than this one. Yeah, that's fair. But we were talking about Hunter Hunter having a secret prison last week, and <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> they just put like a dude that kill. They put a dude that Killo up kills without thinking about. Yep. In this prison, like, what could they put Killo in this prison? Do they put, like, no. Killua now in this prison? Let no. alone, like, Super Saiyan 4 Killua from <laughs> Chimera Antarch. Yep. No. And that, but I was just, I, I was laughing when we were talking about them having secret prison. I was like, oh, yeah, we're at this part where they're <laughs> fighting the prisoners. In a secret prison. Yep. So, because there, too. But not there. He's, he's next door. Yep. Even at the end when they get to, like, the island where you have to hunt someone, that's, like, evokes the title really well and is more interesting than this prison fight. Yes. No, that, and that's what I was talking about where he starts branching out, like, even in this with the, we don't really see anybody fanciful. Well, we see Illumi, but, like, we're starting to get people having the fanciful powers. It's one of those things that makes me question if he had the thought of everything. Like, did he have, did he already think of Hasoka having bungee gum at this point? Or was he just the crazy murder clown? And then later that showed up. I assume that's a later edition, but it's hard to tell because the Hunter Hunter supporting cast is so well planned out. Yeah. It's difficult to know. But I I don't think he had Nen abilities worked out yet. I think he probably had it on the back burner. I don't think that's, he had it finalized, probably. That's fair. The The big thing that kind of gives that away for me is the the ex-instructor or tester or whatever that Hisoka kills in this one with the swords clearly doesn't have a Nen ability. Was he an instructor? I thought he was just an ex-applicant. No, he was He was one of the instructors that Hisoka, Hisoka did something to last the last test. Huh. 
that that I would agree with. I just thought he was a a participant in the previous test, not one of the proctors. Proctor no, is the Proctor. Word want. Yes, no, but he was one of the proctors. I remember that because I thought that was kind of, that was always a neat thing. Where it's like the reason Hisoka has this is the second time Hisoka's taken the test is he ran into this proctor and almost murdered the guy, and like the rest of the proctors kicked him out for it. I thought he did murder a proctor, and that's why he was disqualified. But I guess I'm. Maybe, but Maybe I know I, I know he messed with this guy, which is why he was like, I spent I spent the last amount of time perfect. Like, I'm so glad you're here, and I get to kill you, kind of thing. And his his thing with like, I have the four blades, and I'm like, yeah, clearly you don't have a nen ability. <laughs> uh, his nen ability is four. <laughs> <laughs> he, this is just the Rockley of the Hunter Association. Yep, Kevin, he's got four blades. But we're still like, I know Ponzu has the the bees thing that's gonna be interesting so we're like starting to get more of the interesting power sets for people and starting to get i guess the first like oh all of the not all of the hunters but like the hunters have nen abilities yeah i i don't even i'm not even necessarily talking about the intricate abilities although certainly that is hunter hunter's trademark Mm -hmm. i just mean this just feels like a standard tournament arc, but kind of a lame or version of stuff he's done before that's fair i we get some more build up for the phantom troop yep in the guy who's pretending to be a member and that's kind of interesting we get karapika's pre-sharingan sharingan yep and we get go doing cool stuff with a fishing pole a thing that's gonna go away when that abilities become a thing but that i like sort of he still uses it even in the tower of heaven if i remember right yeah he uses it a little longer but no i think it's after the tower of heaven he he ditches the fishing pole he's like wait this is not a weapon my fists are a weapon I mean, that's basically, like, he figures out he's an enforcer, and so he's like, well, I could use this pole or just punch people. All right, could just use the power of rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I still, like, that's such a good ability. It's not bad. Oh, I don't think we've ever seen paper. We have never seen paper. Will we ever see paper? I would go to uh, Vegas right now uh, and bet against it if I yep. could. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. I don't I don't even know if, if, if he was healthy if he would bring Gun back, honestly, at this point. I don't know. That would that's such a different world. Yeah, no, that's that's fair because like I mean, we would say he hasn't gone hasn't been in the manga in a very long time, but that's not true. Gone hasn't been in the manga, but it's only been like not even an arc. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why it's so hard to tell because yep. I can definitely see a world where he didn't because I know he wanted to get rid of Yusuke and Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. and I feel like Gone is the least interesting character in Hunter Hunter. You know, asterisk. There are plenty of least inter- less interesting yes. characters, but of the ones we spend any time following. I don't know. I, I still liked him. I, I mean, he's not bad. That's why yeah. Hunter Hunter is good, but he's not as good as Karapika or Killua or Leorio or Hisoka, in my opinion. I think he's better than Leorio. I would agree with the other ones, but I think he's better than Leorio. But yeah, I don't, don't have much to say about this volume yeah. because we're moving along. It was probably a great read week to week. Yeah. But I feel like it's one of those volumes that if I spent 10 bucks on it, I wouldn't be leery of buying the next one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Unless I was really curious about the cliffhanger of Gon going after Hisoka. And that is interesting. Yeah. It's a huge increase of tension when we know that the number Gon pulled is Hisoka's and even trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to go about this? Yep. Yeah. So, but other than that, really, it was kind of a breezy read. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? Nope. All right. Next week, because we're just reading this, we're, we're reading the comfort food in December and somehow Shonen Jump is coming out on Christmas Eve. Uh, Merry Christmas, by the way, I yes. guess. It's coming out the day before Christmas Eve, huh? If it gets done on time. Yep. 
Merry Christmas. Next week, we're reading the story about the Orange Ninja. So we're going to read Naruto Volume 5. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine, a sentence I've said 65 times and could not finish today. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games. Kevin, is there anything you want to plug this no. Christmas season? Nope. Oh, oh, oh. Gotta stop, don't you know, subliminal.